Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody just real quick before the show started uh this is steve and i just wanted to let you know for all the latest information on our podcast Hit us up on Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict, uh, basically... Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one-life plot holes a gratuitous movies. It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy. In 1977, Voyager 2 was launched into space inviting all life forms in the universe to visit our planet. In 1984, someone accepted our invitation. Get ready. Company's coming. John Carpenter's Starman. Get ready. Company's coming this Friday to a theater near you. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is... Everything, Everything I learned from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Uh, we are celebrating a, a very special Mother's Day episode uh, during Alien Manhunt Month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, joining us is the lovely Susan uh, of Eden, Utah. You may know her as Steve's mom. Uh, welcome, <laughs> Steve's mom. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and tonight we're watching, or we're talking about 1984's Starman. Starman. And uh, Susan, why are we talking about this movie? Because it's my favorite one and I like it. There you go. <laughs> and of course, it's John Carpenter is the director. Yeah. So we've only done, what, seven or eight of his movies so far? <laughs> so half his filmography, at least. Pretty much. He actually does very good movies, I, I believe. Right? I love John Carpenter. I'm a John Carpenter <laughs> apologist. I even enjoy Ghost of Mars, as stated here on this podcast. Right. That's right. Uh, I actually looked up which ones we've done in the past. Excellent. Uh, big Course, Big Trouble in Little China is oh, his favorite. It's amazing. Uh, Ghost of Mars. Because it's amazing. Christine. I oh, love that one. Vampires. It's amazing. That was good. In the Mouth of Madness. Amazing. That one I don't know. Memoirs of the Invisible Man. Don't. It's all right. Unique, <laughs> unique. And now this. So yes, uh, seven. Yeah, seven movies. Yeah. Uh, this was also written by Bruce A. Evans and Reynold Gideon. Who are they, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. They've also written. Oh wow, this is a. Uh... Oh shit. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, he forgot the, his own notes. <laughs> yeah, the, well, I, I did these like a month ago. Uh, a man, a woman, and a bank. Mm-hmm. This. Mm-hmm. 
Stand By Me. Oh, that's a good one. Wrote and directed one of my favorite stupid movies of all time, Cuffs. Ooh. Uh, Cutthroat Island. Yes. Uh, Jungle to Jungle. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, they came back to direct Mr. Brooks, that Kevin Costner movie from oh. like a year ago. Yeah, that was good. And uh, apparently they're doing a Starman reboot soon, uh, directed by Sean Levy. So Ooh. keep an eye out for that one. Yes. Uh, but, of course, this movie stars Jeff Bridges as... Starman slash Scott, I guess his name is. Uh, Karen <laughs> Allen as Jenny Hayden. Uh, Charles Martin Smith as Mark Sherman. Uh, then special uh, guest cameos from Richard Jekyll, Buck Flowers, MC Ganey, Ted White, a.k.a. Jason Voorhees himself. All right. Starman. Uh, <laughs> do you remember the first time you saw this movie, Mom? Um, I don't remember exactly, No. <laughs> But I'm sure it was in 1984 in the theaters. <laughs> All right, so you did see it in theaters because I, I know we had a uh, a VHS version of this movie. So yeah, and that was a really bad version, I might say. <laughs> but um, I went. I remember I went with one of my girlfriends. That was when I was working with Kathy Kathy Shin and Kathy Shin and I. We used to do Chinese food and chick flicks, and that nice. was one of them that we did. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, how about you, baby? Remember your first time watching this movie? Uh, yeah, you showed it to me <laughs> maybe four or five years ago. Oh, well, that was your first time. Nice. Yeah, um, yeah I've uh, I've seen it hundreds of times, but yeah, other than that one time I showed you, yeah, it was probably '88 <laughs> last time I saw it. So no, uh, this last time you saw it was when you watched it with me, yeah. like four or five years ago. Aside from that time, yes. was before. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I said. I we can the check the tape. The aside from. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this movie. First off, I, I love how it came up. Uh, rated PG, and there was no reason given. Nope. <laughs> so, but uh, I, I guess smoking, and uh, well, there's things that come up. But uh, <laughs> yeah, there wasn't even titties. Oh, it was the bum. It has oh, the yeah, shot Jeff, of his Jeff, bum. Yeah, it was the bum. Right. Uh, also, maybe some disturbing images when he's transforming from a baby. Oh, my that God. Was that was kind of disturbing, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Basically, the movie starts out, uh, you know, a little message from Voyager 2 being sent to space, basically saying, hey, aliens, come visit, in like 50-something languages. Did you know they actually did that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they did a competition through the schools to be, to have your voices recorded and... My school class actually did a, submitted a recording for that. Just a little tidbit. Oh, nice. So, so That's how old I am. So your class is in space? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think they were ever uh, taken in, you know, but they had classes from all over the United States. You, you, you did your little recording, what you wanted to say, and then you sent it in to, I assume it was NASA or SETI yeah. or something, and then they chose the best of those and, and made that little golden tape. It was a very big thing. Oh, nice. <laughs> it was in the uh, 60s? You know, I'm thinking it was sometime around, it had to have been in the late 60s. Late 60s, early late, 70s? Late probably. 60s, early 70s, yeah. Nice. Um, and so it was your class that picked uh, Rolling Stone Satisfaction to be among the musical selections? I don't believe so. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was older at that time, but you have to remember, I had all those younger brothers and sisters, and so... All of the classes were doing their thing. So, it, you know, uh, we talked about it a lot, and that's probably the only reason I remember it, because I don't remember much. <laughs> <laughs> but when you have that many different, oh, I want this song, and this is what we're saying, you know. So it was a pretty big deal for a year. Nice. <laughs> well, there you go. 
but uh, in, in this movie, uh, I guess Voyager Two is I I don't know. It's kind of like absorbed into Saturn, like a like a little floating kind of liquid planet thing, which I. Mm-hmm. With our VHS thing growing up, I had no idea. It just got dark, and then it got bright, and you could like see the satellite. Yeah, <laughs> and then it got dark again, and then you could see the ship like heading towards Earth. Yeah. And so it was like, I but you really couldn't tell it was a ship. It was just kind of like a bright spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like like like, like a little cursor on a laptop <laughs> or something going towards Earth. Yeah. Yeah, watching that last night made me realize what a bad copy we had. Yeah, yeah. Watching <laughs> HD, it's like, oh my god, this is a new movie now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, little pla- uh, spaceships on the way, and uh, we see Karen Allen, uh, aka Jenny Hayden, um, at her home, just watching home videos of uh, we find to be her late husband. And, uh, <laughs> of course, King we had Hunt. we had movies about these home videos, like who was filming it and. Who was that rando guy that popped up behind him, like, photobombed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still no answers, but... <laughs> Still don't know, but hey, it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was the uh, the boom mic guy. He was like, oh, shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe that's the John Carpenter cameo. Maybe that's oh, what he looked John like. Carpenter cameo. <laughs> that would be something to check out. Mm. Uh, he's usually in a helicopter. He likes to... Likes to show off. Uh, oh, so he was probably in one of those 900 helicopters headed yeah. towards the hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Playing, uh, was it uh, Song of the Valkyries or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, so a UFO is detected by, uh, I don't know, the Air Force or whatever. And uh, they're like, uh, yeah, just shoot it down. What? No, I don't do <laughs> So they shoot it down. <laughs> Because that's what we do. And, and say, in, in the movie, they didn't even try, like, like uh, excuse me, you're in uh, whatever... Yeah, airspace. airspace. Yeah, I noticed that, yeah, too. Yeah. And I yeah, thought they didn't even ask him if he wanted to stop and play nice. Yeah, they didn't seem like a response in <laughs> Russian or anything. It was just kind of, all right, we have a lock on it. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, it just smashes and crashes in uh, Shemogan Bay, Wisconsin. Where's that, Steve? Uh, northern Wisconsin? <laughs> Just outside of Madison. There you go. Yeah. And then I've written down, <laughs> then we have a sparkle on the prowl. Oh, no! Uh, <laughs> a little, little flowing light beam comes out of the ship, goes over the over the hill and Steve, across the bay. And... Obviously, it's a Tinkerbell. Obvious. Oh, my it God. It did look a lot like sense. Tinkerbell, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> He even had a like, it said a little like a jingly bell. It was like a little hum, like. Ooh. But Tink was green. Tink's green. This was blue. That's... Right. <laughs> so it's a boy Tink. So it's a boy Tink. And Tink was absolute evil. Fun fact. That is true. Yeah. And Jeff yeah. Bridges is sort of only, um, I don't know, neutral evil. Yeah. <laughs> just slightly he just creepy. Doesn't know any better. <laughs> hey yeah. Steve, before we go much further. Oh yes. Good we point. are. Parched. Far too parched to yes to to handle this. Well, luckily, because I've been rambling, uh, we have the original Ramblin' Root Beer. Woo-hoo! That's right. Woo! Uh, ooh, it's a twist top. Um, allow me to pop my top. Oh, twist is so hardy farted. <laughs> <laughs> Hate when that happens. Right. Uh, and the poor may I have your glass, madam. Yes. Ooh. Ooh, nice this head. A, a dark color. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Making me happy. <laughs> that dis- dissipate quite quickly. Very quickly. Mm-hmm. How's it smell, Susan? It smells delicious. <laughs> mm. 
Mm, a yeah. lovely bouquet. Ooh. Lots of uh, licorice notes. Uh, very malt forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not as spicy as I thought it would be based on the yeah. smell. But yeah, it's, it's very good. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty sweet. A lot of vanilla. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. noticed that too. The vanilla. Oh, nice little uh, rambling vanilla root beer. I recommend. Let's see. Zero uh, percent alcohol by volume. No. <laughs> the only way to improve it is add vanilla ice cream. Mm. The only use for vanilla vodka might be. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a thought. (laughs) All right, where were we? Oh, yeah, Sparkle on the Prowl. Uh, (laughs) Um, But yeah, the the, the little uh, floating Tinkerbell thing, like you get the Tinkerbell view too, like the camera kind of going around and like in the window and like looking around the house. It does like the little flashes. Like I used to think it was like taking pictures or something, which maybe it was, I don't know, but it's just like. Maybe it was thinking. Yeah, just observing and it's like, oh yeah, that's right, like goes through the photo album and it makes like the little hologram thing of Jeff Bridges coming out of one of the pictures. (laughs) Yeah. Then. It finds a lock of his hair and, I guess, penetrates its DNA to he replicate forensic it. forensic folders that thing. That's right. <laughs> Early cloning. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jenny, who's, you know, nice and drunkenly asleep, she was drinking a lot of wine and stuff while watching home videos. What? Uh, feeling a little bit down. But she notices a blue glow coming from her room, or fr- from her living room. And so she goes to investigate. And she sees something absolutely hideous. It's just the little baby, and it's, like, growing, and it grows into a little child who stands up and looks at him and just keeps growing and has a weird face-morphing thing. It's a little bit like the thing. It's a little creepy. (laughs) Yeah. It's a little bit like the the monsters from uh, Ghost of Mars. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was... just can't believe she stood there and watched that without running. Yeah, right. <laughs> Something does that at my house. I'm getting I, the hell out of that room. <laughs> I remember as a kid turning away from watching that. Just like, yeah, if I wait about 45 seconds, I don't have to watch this part. <laughs> yeah, doing a little transformation thing. Uh, and we notice uh, he, he drops uh, six or seven balls, we find out. Um, just dropping his balls. Yeah, just drops balls them right there. everywhere. Lost his marbles. Yep. And of course, uh, Jenny's like, you're not Scott. What, what are you? Because now he looks like her ex-husband, or well, ex-husband, her, her, her dead, dead husband. husband. <laughs> um, and it's, of course, freaking her out. And she drops her gun that she had. Oh, shit. Ah, she pulls a scully. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> but then, uh, the star man, as it were, uh, starts speaking Mandarin. Steve, you can speak a little bit of Mandarin, right? Ni hao, ni hao ma. Oh, hi, how's she? See? See Very good. Then he starts speaking German. Oh, no. Uh, see, if you speak German. You could do that, too. <laughs> Guten Abend, we get to see them. <laughs> and what, what, what are you saying to me? And then it was like, greetings from planet Earth or something like that. <laughs> that does him like the Desmond Tutu accent or something. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, that's too much. Jenny passes the fuck out. He's very, um, oh, what's the uh, Robin Williams Alien. Oh. That was Nanu Nanu. What was yeah, his Mork name? Mindy. Mork, Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy. Yeah, he's very Mork and Mindy in that moment. <laughs> yeah. uh, but while she's uh, passed out, he then starts, you know, yeah, continues looking through the photo album. Uh, then he notices the, uh, the the real the real projector she has set up still. Yeah. And starts playing it, watching a little bit of... Everything uh, bursts into flame. They both die. End of movie. Yep. Roll <laughs> credits. 
Hey, would you recommend Starman? (laughs) Most realistic alien movie ever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so what you're saying is the Air Force found him? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying just the... And nuked the whole house. A little little red dot popped up on his forehead, game over, head canoe. No, I'm just saying those reel-to-reels, man, that that film tape, that stuff's flammable. That is is very true. You really think a higher species... Do you really think your grandkids would know that that stuff would catch on fire that quickly? No. Yeah. It's not like he was smoking around it. <laughs> yeah, but he had to be doing something hot to get those things to all start flickering and uh, Oh, oh yeah, when he current. sucks up the balls off the ground, that little <laughs> sound or whatever thing he did, I was like, ah, it's a John Carpenter noise there. <laughs> that was the sound I was not expecting. You know, you expect like a little or something. <laughs> but then, uh, so yeah, after watching, uh, watching a little bit of film, uh, he picks up the gun that Karen, dro- or, uh, sorry, yeah, Je- Jenny, <laughs> Jenny dropped. And, uh, by the way, he's still naked the whole time. Oh yeah. Gonna say, yeah. oh, yeah. Uh, bust a cap out the window. <laughs> Welcome to America. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then he reported that they're hostile. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah he he uh, uses his first ball as a cell phone to phone basically, home. Basically, yeah. And we get some nice little subtitles, basically like, oh, yeah, uh, meet up at the, the landing zone one in three days. And it's like, okay, can do. Roger and out. <laughs> but, you know. I guess, they, I guess they were texting each other. That's how they do it. With the, uh, <laughs> you up? Yeah. <laughs> no. But yeah, so Jenny wakes up, um, and she just starts, like, she, like, grabs the guy and, like, heads for the 77 Mustang that she has, which we found out is orange and black. Had no idea from the VHS. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, basically she's, like, because uh, he was, like, outside to, to make the phone call. I guess he needed to get better reception or something. Yeah. Um, and then he, like, pops up behind her and is like, hi. And, ah, shit. Oh, and, we all jumped. Cause yeah. yeah. yeah that was, <laughs> he, like, just right there. I gotta say, I really appreciate this film has a lot of just, like, very quiet scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it plays really well. Indeed. Yep. Um, and then we uh, find out another use. He pulls out ball number two. Um, and he finds out it's basically MapQuest. Yep. Uh, again, so basically these balls are like cell phones so far. <laughs> he pulls up, uh, pulls up a map of the U.S. and is like, can you take me here? Uh, and it's somewhere in Arizona. And she's like, I mean, I guess I could. Why not? <laughs> Wisconsin's a long ways from Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we then, uh, we then introduce with, uh, to this guy Sherman, played by the guy from Never Cry Wolf, uh, Charles Martin Smith. Yeah. Yes. He works for SETI, the, uh, was it Society, or Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence Correct. group or something? Yeah. Uh, we find out he's a bit of a smartass, but he'll what? be... Uh... <laughs> Not the guy who ate mice in front of other mice. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> my favorite scene in Never Cry Wolf. Not when he's running naked with the wolves? No, when he's got like the mice in the blender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. Check it out, guys. Uh, yeah, basically, he's the best at what he does, and so the government basically mm-hmm. like, hey, work for us instead of being a teacher at Cornell. Uh, I was like, yeah. okay, whatever. Uh, he goes to investigate the the meteorite that struck uh, northern Wisconsin, <gasps> but it's hollow. What? There's no meteorites thing. aren't hollow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Right, they cut it open. Oh God, when they cut it open, and he's just like diving right in to check right. it out. And I'm like, no, you send in the drone first. Let's let that air out. <laughs> yeah, 
You don't know where that air's been. <laughs> you don't even know what's if it's air. What if they breathe like acid? Yeah. What if Do they breathe know? space herpes? Did you even stop to think that? Right now you have space herpes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, so Jenny and uh, Starman they they basically start a road trip. Uh, but they're like five minutes in, um, mm-hmm. and and Jenny wants answers. She wants to know like, what the hell? What what? Who are you? Why do you look like my husband? What 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 the fuck is this? Why are we going to Arizona? And he's basically just like, uh, you know, I need to get there. Otherwise, I will die. Uh, you know. <laughs> he's gonna. He's. They will. No, he's not gonna die. He's. They're gonna leave him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and then he's he just starting to make yeah. maps. Yeah. That's right. That's right. He's a he's a topographer or whatever, basically for the. The aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she tries to kill him by running yeah. him all over the road, trying to, you know, basically pulls in front of like a big semi or whatever, because they go off the road. Um, and then she like hops out of the car and she's like, I'm being kidnapped, help me! And guy comes out with a crowbar and he's like, hey, you let her go, go do it! Um, and then we find out the other use for the ball. Pulls out <gasps> ball number three and clenches it in his fist. And what does it do, babe? It makes shit catch on fire! Yeah! Melts the crowbar! Melts the crowbar! Burst that was tree cool. into flames! Green flames! Scares <laughs> the hell out of the redneck! Oh yeah, he gets the <laughs> fuck oh, out! he is gone! He is not gonna help that cute girl! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're on your own, Miss Ravenwood! Bye! <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, most of my friends who I know have been stabbed have been stabbed trying to rescue a girl and... High percentage of them were stabbed by the girl they were trying to rescue. Yep, just not worth it. That's right. (laughs) Just let it go. (laughs) If we've learned anything from Alexander Dumas' timeless classic, The Three Musketeers, as portrayed by Paul W.S. Anderson in 2011. (laughs) Yeah! Uh, obviously the <laughs> finest version made since I think it's the most recent. Everybody hit up Matinee Heroes and tell them they need to do that version. Yeah! <laughs> Screw 92. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so where are we? Oh yeah, this is the part where the uh, the chopper starts flying off with the UFO just broad daylight through northern Wisconsin and we're like... No, no one's gonna notice that. I feel like they threw a drape or something over that, right? Or... <laughs> Maybe take it out on a semi or something, but... Yeah. But then we find out this is a this is a romantic road trip movie, <laughs> where uh, Jenny Hayden and uh, Starman they're basically uh, yeah, she's basically like, well, why why do you look like my husband? Like, well, I look like Scott, so you you're not kind of jumpy. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. She says. <laughs> you know they're learning from one another, having a good time. She's still been kidnapped. Oh yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> oh my god. We've had a couple movies recently where the uh, Stockholm syndrome's pretty strong. What? Yeah. No. Fifty four Fast and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they stop to get gas, and uh, she has to go to the ladies' room because you know, lady stuff. And uh, he's like, "Oh, okay, have fun." I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. Let's see where uh, like he follows her to the restroom. She's like, "No, no, no. women go in this one. You're a man. You go in this one." And he goes in there, and there's the guy taking the leak, and he's just sitting there looking at him. <laughs> the guy starts to every fucking city. <laughs> he shows him how to flip the bird. Oh, yeah, out. yeah. <laughs> It'll come in handy later. Um, meanwhile, in the women's room, she's writing on, like, a, a paper towel, you know, kidnapped, uh, heading towards Arizona, something like that. But uh, but he but she like as she's like walking out he kind of like barges in and he sees it but doesn't really react to it 
And then they walk out and leave, but we find out that apparently he came back and grabbed it later because he's like, kidnapped. What is kidnapped? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And then and then this is where the movie got a little dark because she's like, all right, well, I'm, I'm kidnapped. You're taking me against my will in the middle of the night. You should just shoot me. And then he pulls the gun, points yeah. it at her, and just pulls it back. <laughs> but the clip comes out. Babe, can a Ruger shoot without a clip? <laughs> should refer to our, our Tiger King episode. <laughs> well, luckily to it wasn't the answer to that. It wasn't a Ruger that uh he was <laughs> he was firing, but he's like, "Hey, I am not I'm not trying to I don't mean you no harm. Calm down. It's all right." Um and then when we go back to them a couple minutes Paul later, agrees, by yeah, way. right? <laughs> Poe's there. He knows what's up. She knows what's up. When we go back to him, he's driving and I'm like, why is he driving? What? what? Uh, apparently, she had to take a nap or something, and he's driving. And he starts singing like New York, New York, and like, oh, sorry, I waked you. Um, and then because he's driving, and you know, he's an alien who's yeah. been around for like six hours at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, sees that he there's a yellow light, which means <laughs> Dan Deer gets t boned by a big yeah, guy. Yeah, by a big that's right, Big Rig Holland. Hey, yeah, because it spills a bunch of its hay. Hey, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, why did you do that? I've been observing your driving. Red means stop. <laughs> Green means go. Yellow means go very fast. <laughs> That's true. It is so very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we go back to uh, the FBI or whatever, and they're they're basically giving the pitch for the movie, where it's like, you mean to tell me this alien came down, kidnapped this girl, and now they're doing a road trip across the country? <laughs> Roll credit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like here's ten million dollars. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically uh, Sherman, he's kind of like, well, hey, you know, don't just like hunt him down and kill him. I mean, he's an alien species. We should try communicating with him or something. Yeah. Yep, too dangerous, riskies and whatnot. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, so they, their next stop is like uh, for the night. Uh, they pull up to yeah some restaurant place. They see a dead deer strapped on the hood of a I don't know, like a station wagon or something. Yeah. Um, he, he had been hunted and. Uh, it's gonna be delicious. Yeah, delicious deer jerky. Soon enough. But uh, of course, Starman doesn't understand this. He's like, "Wait, why? What? What is this? What?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, people hunt around here. What? Why do do deer eat people?" Like, well, no. I've seen them eat cats and stuff, though. It's kind of horrific. <laughs> <laughs> they don't say that, but we said that. <laughs> hungry, hungry deer gonna eat. <laughs> it wasn't a live cat. It was roadkill. Kill cat. Deer yeah. went through the road and yeah. on it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Still didn't ever think that would happen. But, hey. Hey, they're scavengers. There's videos of them eating birds out of trees. Oh, shit. Well, you know, when you're hungry, you take what's there, right? Exactly. By the way, if a bird can't out- outfly a deer, like, maybe a man's meant to be snacked on. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Oh, and I think, I think well, what you're trying to say is kill the deer before they kill you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Eat they- those deer. <laughs> Tomorrow, today it's birds. Tomorrow it could be your children. Steve, you've seen the uh, you've seen the videos from Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Oh my God. Not only will they just randomly run into you, they'll start on fire too. <laughs> Shit is ridiculous. Susan, there's a video game called Red Dead Redemption where you play uh, you play a cowboy in the old west and like you get a horse and all of that, and they randomly have deer running through. 
Well, there was sort of a glitch in the game where apparently, like, if you hit certain points, the deer would just slam right into you and kill your horse. Really? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but nobody knew this when the game came out. So, like, three days after the game came out, people started making... Like, super cuts, they would, like, link them all together all the times they've been hit by deer. <laughs> and so Steve said, we probably watched two hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we've never played the game. Well, I remember as they, like, run into, like, a stagecoach or something and then, like, float off into space. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the, the hell? Or, like, red, there was, like, a glitch where some of the puddles were accidentally lava. It's like your horse is walking through puddles, walking through puddles, and then it's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, crazy shit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, at, the, at this truck stop, uh, they get a map, and uh, basically they figure out that they're trying to go to this uh, this big crater down by Winslow, Arizona. And, and I love how he's like, why are you telling me this? Like, we know, in case something happens to me, what what would happen to you? Oh, look over here, like, we get some pie, you know. It's like, oh, foreshadow. Um, oh, that's right, he's, like, going through her wallet or whatever, and they see, like, the uh, uh, the honeymoon picture of her and Scott. And uh, this is where you ask uh, ask her to define love, and uh, we got Karen Allen going for that Academy Award. And, <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll try dropping it in right here. It's it's a nice little speech, but uh... define love. Love is um it's when you care. more for someone else than you do for yourself but it's not just that it's it's when someone is a part of you and when they what Scott is dead he was killed in an accident But we find out uh, Scott was killed in an accident, but they they don't really specify like, like, a disease. car accident or I, I don't know something about the steel mill. Parents died of <clears throat> cheese factory. <laughs> Obvious. <laughs> I mean, it's Wisconsin. What else? Every every Disney character whose death uh, whose parents' death can't be defined. It's always a cheese accident. Bambi's revenge. Cheese accident. It's got to be. It's Wisconsin. Yeah. They're known for cheese. <laughs> and nothing else. And nothing else. <laughs> Jenny, she she's basically like, all right, I need to get away from this guy. At least now he knows where he's going. He can just take my car and I'll say he kidnapped me and stole it or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so she tries sneaking out the back and is like, you mm-hmm. know, asking the waitress lady, like, hey, is there a back way out of here? Uh, here, give him the keys and stuff. Just let him know I had to go. I'm uh, like, well, oh, honey, you should probably tell him yourself. He's already out front by your car. <laughs> and, uh, of course, Starman's out there standing next to the dead deer. Yeah. And then we find out the special power of ball number four. Woo! <laughs> Resurrection! Yeah! <laughs> Can your cell phone do that yet? No, <laughs> not yet, but I'm sure they're working on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, of course, the uh, the hunter guy, uh, he comes out there like, Hey, you son of a bitch, what you doing? Here's 
Oh, well, no, he doesn't, because he doesn't see, he just goes out there and Starman's next his, to the car with no deer. deer. Was, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. The yeah, deer he's is like, gone. where is the deer? It is in the woods. <laughs> you shun, bitch. Yeah. Bingo. Spit. <laughs> <laughs> so what does Starman do then, Steve? Well, of course, uh, Starman gets up, brushes himself off, mm-hmm. punches the guy in the face, says, bingo, and spits on him. <laughs> But of course, the hunter has friends, so like four dudes start <laughs> jumping them and start beating the crap out of them. Uh, luckily, Jenny's so not redneck. having that shit, so <laughs> she grabs the gun out of their car. Cap, cap, cap! Everybody's like, oh shit! Let him go! Leave him alone! Alright, we're getting the fuck He's out of here! He's back home! <laughs> Stop beating up the foreigner! Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they hop in the car and they, they like peel out and stuff too, kicking up gravel and stuff on them. Like, hey, you son of a bitch! And they like hop in their cars and they're they're in hot pursuit chasing after them. Hot uh, pursuit. Yeah, but luckily the bus cuts them off <laughs> and just in the nick of time. And so one of them like hits the side of the bus and then it's like, oh shit, we gotta exchange insurance information. Meanwhile, Jenny and Scott drive off into forever. <laughs> Roll credits. No wait, there's more. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, after this incident where, you know, shots are fired and everything, uh, the feds were called in. Because, <coughs> uh, you know, they match the description. And so they're like, oh, yeah, they're heading west. Uh, I think I heard them talking about Arizona or something. All right, cool. Oh, yeah, and when they're, like, driving and stuff, uh, Jenny's, like, telling stories of, like, how her and Scott met and, mm-hmm. you know, all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, this is uh, so really trusting now from, like, five minutes ago when you were about to hop on the bus. But, yeah. <laughs> you know. You know, you guys have been through a, a pretty dramatic experience, so, you know, you can see it. <laughs> uh, so then they then they go, they're trying to get some uh, sleep, a nice little peace and quiet. So they pull into a Holiday Inn, where apparently there's like a UNC celebration homecoming party going on or something. <laughs> like, there's people in the parking lot, they're like blasting horns, getting drunk, you know. Good good old-fashioned fun. Good old-fashioned college stuff. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the hotel room, like, watching TV, and uh, <laughs> they see the scene from, from here to eternity, where, you know, the, the kissing scene with the waves washing over them, and uh, probably, <clears throat> realistically, the most horrible way to make out. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, as far as, like, things you guys have seen in a movie, have there, have there been, been wor- worse ones, like, realistically, of, like, all the salt water getting your... Nooks and crannies, or I try to keep my nooks and crannies closed. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I say, yeah, Here to Eternity is set like <laughs> first, it sets super unrealistic expectations for many women, and secondly, yeah, no sand crabs, yeah. those weird little bugs that bur- pop up out of the sand. Oh yeah, that yeah. sort of look like a trilobite. Yeah, yeah. We just don't want none of that. The, the beach is wonderful and it's beautiful. It's also awful. <laughs> Okay, so true. as somebody who just that grew up by, true. by the beach, <laughs> so well, you say you grew up Seagulls. around Great Salt Lake. Ain't hey, nobody doing that in the Great Salt Lake. <laughs> that is that is death. Uh, so I'm 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 just thinking like kissing scenes in water in general. Like you know you see the ones where like they're at the base of a waterfall and shit like that. And I was like that actually probably really hurts having all that water falling Jump on you. Or, you. or like where they like. Both dive down and they kiss underwater, or or one of them's like sucking air out of a a car tire and blowing air into them. That kind of bullshit. Yeah. 
this all sounds fucking horrible to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of you, but Steve, I I think you're a land lover. <laughs> I must be. Well, especially when you see two pirates doing that shit, like diving. In, like, like if there's one thing that like I learned from on Stranger Tides, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> When two when when two rough and tumble pirates are sharing a breath that really makes you uncomfortable. That's right. When Johnny Depp and Ian McShane are both, uh, or was it Javier Bardem? I don't know, guys. I I stopped caring long ago about the pirate movies. <laughs> pirates of the August. I'll, I'll say it again. There hasn't been a good pirate movie since Cutthroat Island. Fight me. Hook. The hook was before. Mm. Also, not the great. But <laughs> uh, where were we? Oh yeah, kissing underwater. No. He was learning how to kiss oh, from the movie. Oh, that's right. He was learning to kiss, and then you know she's like napping on the bed, as one mm. should. Um, and he's kind of getting mm. up close, getting ready to plant one on her, and she's like, Ugh. Uh, turns over. So <laughs> wait, wait, not creepy at all. No, no the, not even a little bit. <clears throat> the creature, the foreign creature, she's known for all of twelve hour twenty twenty hours, maybe. I just had a thought. Yeah. Do you think in the original version of this movie, he was watching like uh, Sleeping Beauty or something, but they couldn't get the rights to it? Oh, And he was trying to wake her that way? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Could be Gone with the Wind. Could be anything where there's a (laughs) He basically just sucks her one and picks her up, takes her up the stairs and makes sweet love to her. (laughs) That's how that movie went, right? I don't know. Something like that. I don't know. That was like, like hour three into what felt like a seventeen-hour movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was early. I don't think they were married yet. Uh, but yeah, so oh, that's right. There's uh, two cops that get called in. Uh, I, I guess the hotel called them in or something because they they found the car with the license plate or whatever. Uh, oh no, they saw him driving. That's right. Yeah, they saw him driving, and, and they, like, they were like. Oh, right. We'll the, find something to get them on in this car. Yeah, the feds are like, hold back. Yeah, they get all the glory. And so they start, <laughs> like, uh in the lock or something. But there's a knock at the door of the hotel room. And some dude with a mustache is like, Hey, I know it's none of my business, but there's some cops over there fucking with your car, man. Played by Matthew McConaughey in the reboot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know, never mind of mine, but uh, you seem to have some uh, 5-0 fucking which whole vehicle over there. Is that a Lincoln? No. Um, so, so uh, they, they, I guess they ask the guy, hey, could you do us a favor? Could you roll a fucking soda machine down the stairs to distract yeah. the cops? <laughs> and so the cop's like, what the fuck is that? Let's go get him. And they go and they see it's like, oh, it's the fucking soda machine. And then they hear the Mustang driving off. <laughs> was it was it the guy who rolled the soda machine or did he use another one of his orbs? No, I it was, think, the, two it was kids. the two guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very popular thing back when I was in college. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just, how, just many times, how many times have you done it? Oh, I, I, I couldn't pick him up. Keeping in mind, statute of limitations is up. I I did witness a few of them going downstairs and being dumped over into parking lots during my days on the boulevard. See, kids kids have always been assholes, guys. They have. They truly have. Uh, So, yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. The cops get in a hot pursuit and catch up to them. Uh, But then Starman grabs the gun and lifts it up. It's like, oh shit! No, no, you don't raise that gun to cops. They, they want you to do that, and so they just start fucking unloading. I think that went for like two or three times, but mm-hmm. you know, you know. But uh, but Jenny's hit. Oh, 
<gasps> and she falls over. And like, Jenny Hayden! Jenny Hayden, wake up! Um, and then he... Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the tanker he, thing. That's right. That's right. He, he drives really fast. And he grabs ball number five. And this unlocks... Invincibility cheat code! <laughs> Starts glowing. <laughs> runs the cop off the road. Drives into a fucking tanker that's been overturned. Boom! <laughs> fucking massive explosion. And it's like, oh, shit. Roll credits. <laughs> nope. Nope. He's glowing, and he's walking out with Jenny Hayden's yeah. lifeless corpse. But you had that majestic music. Yeah, okay, so the music. Uh, <laughs> I think it was Jack Nietzsche or whoever did it in this one. <laughs> I'm just going to drop a little bit here. Fucking great. Well, it like, was good. Like, it's not always on, but when it's on, it's on. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it just comes walking out of there, and then, like, smoke rolls in, and uh, I guess they disappear into the mist. Because uh, all, all the cops show up, like, 30 <coughs> seconds later, and they're like, yeah, we're trying to clean up here, we can't find any bodies, but goddamn, a tanker just blew up! Give us some time to put the fire out! Uh, <laughs> we, we then just cut to them, um, basically in the back of a model home. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the freeway, it's like, how they get it? You know what? Don't worry. It doesn't matter how they got in there. They're Probably right a truck stop. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. A truck stop that was nearby. They like walked through the forest or something. Well. Um, <laughs> but then we find out the other use. Ball number six. Oh no! It's resurrection again, but this time it takes all day. Anybody else notice that? Like it was mm-hmm. nighttime, and then it was like the next morning when he started doing the ball thing, but then it was the following night when. Jenny well, woke, up. woke up. Well, maybe it took her a while to get her shit together after she was resurrected. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I mean, like the the deer, it was like five seconds and it was gone. But mm-hmm. maybe humans are more complex that way. Could be. Could be. <laughs> We'd like to think so. I, I'd personally <laughs> like to think so, but uh, <laughs> this podcast will prove otherwise. <laughs> hey, being as I had that deer that stood there in the middle of the road the other night when I came home and looked at me like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Or the I one... thought, you goddamn teenager, I'm going to run your ass over. Yeah. That's what I thought. Well, like the ones that are like in our yard here, chewing on grass, we'll like look at them out the window like, oh shit, they see us, and then run into traffic. It's like, come, Yeah, they come run and stand this. in the road. Yeah, it's, it's like, stay window. there, eat your grass, we don't care. Then you hear the semis coming down the road with their air brakes. Alright, so yeah, the following night, we're at the truck stop. Uh, well, I guess the, yeah, the model home or whatever. Jenny wakes up in the model home and she's alone. She's like, oh shit, where, where am I? Blah, blah. Gets out, walks into the truck stop. Op- opens the front door of the model home, flies out into traffic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> oh my God, that was fun. No, no, they cut that part out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. You're being too realistic there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I may still have a concussion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she goes into the truck stop and starts saying, like, hey, excuse me, where am I? Um, have you seen a... I was asleep in the back of your truck? Oh, yeah. is that illegal in this state? Uh... Oh, no, that's right. She she was using the phone and, like, the waitress came up to her and was like, hey, were you with a feller about yay high, red hat, kind of good looking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he left about a half hour ago with our night cook, hitched a ride or something. 
Yeah, he's going to Tennessee. Well, that's right. She was calling Sherman and like basically letting her like, hey, I'm fine. No need to keep looking for me. I'm not kidnapped anymore. Okay, bye. Leave him alone, okay? Uh, (laughs) And then Karen Allen uh, turns in a truck stop and says, hey, can somebody give me a ride? And I expect every guy to just jump up and like start making a mad dash. (laughs) You notice they're out playing their mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. (laughs) Hold on, let me get these scrambled eggs out of my beard. Yeah. <laughs> Got your ride right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you say something about a mustache ride. Uh, but yeah, so oh yeah, so we see uh, uh, Starman and uh, the guy, the night cook. They're driving around, and of course, uh, the guys asking him like, "Where are you from?" You know, stuff like that. <laughs> what do you do for work? Like, I'm uh, I make maps. He's like, yeah, I got four girls about ready to go to college myself, and I'm like. And you're a night cook? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work out for you, buddy. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Well, that was back when college was only $600 a quarter, too. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. First, he, when he asked him, like, what do you do? I make maps. He goes, you make any money at it? And he goes, I make maps. I make maps, yeah. <laughs> then, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. I got six hours getting ready to go to college. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. And he, like, offers him a cigarette. And uh, he, like, smokes for the first time. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Almost puts himself through the windshield cover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is this. The realest recreation of the first cigarette ever. Right. Uh, but then uh, up ahead, they're, they're stopped. There appears to be a roadblock. Whoa! And uh, this is about the time uh, <laughs> Jenny and Wright, uh, some guy in his hot rod or whatever, <laughs> just come pulling up. I, I have to assume that's John Carpenter's car, right? I assume, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, pull up and uh, Caesar like line them up. And, I don't you know, know, Steve. Is it a Coupe de Ville? Oh, oh shit! <laughs> Inside joke for all those John Cooper, oh, Cooper, <laughs> John Carpenter music fans out there. Woo! <laughs> uh, but yeah, she. Uh, I, I, I again, it must be nice being a pretty girl like Karen Allen, where it's just like, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you cause a scene and have the military chase after you? Yeah, shit, I was going to anyway. <laughs> I've never been that cute. I am absolutely sure that that car did not outrun those helicopters. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. He also did the uh, the gas tank and like, yeah, the, like the, a Molotov cocktail yeah, with it. Yeah. Boom! Like, you just did a terrorist act, sir. Right. This oh. was before terrorists. No, this was before they didn't even know terrorists back in the 80s. They hadn't invented them yet, Steve. That's right. That's they right. hadn't invented them That's yet. That's right. Uh, if, if Rambo 3 taught me anything, is terrorists didn't exist. <laughs> Not in America. They were the noble We were doing mo- it in everybody else's country at that time. Thank you very much. Right. That's back when we were the terrorists. Thank you very much. Oh, that's right. Boston Tea Party. <laughs> I believe it was Nicaragua. Nicaragua at that time. What? Yeah. <laughs> Before we had to move over to the Middle East. Because we ran out of people, I guess, in South America. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. So, big boom. Um, and they go to get him. And then... Yes, if you had a boom. So, Jenny and uh, Starman, they, like, sneak right by the military by going three feet to their left. And it's like, I mean... All right, I can see that. I mean, if Scooby-Doo can do it. Yeah. That's right. I mean, it did look like Scooby-Doo yeah. sneaking along there. <laughs> yeah, escaping Hanna-Barbera style. And then they like, go down like to like the 
uh, underpass or whatever, and they're like, oh, yeah, we need to get out of here. Luckily, there's a truck They're on the reservation. By. That's so right. the Indians were there. That's right. Indians pick them up. Uh, they start talking about babies because, you know, she, the, the one uh, native girl has a little, uh, little baby with them. Uh, this is where we find out, I mean, unfortunately, Jenny's not able to have a baby. She's a broken baby maker. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, well, that's right. He's also like, uh, I understand the reproductive process as you see it or something like that. <laughs> as you understand it. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, know what that means. So they hop on a train. Oh, that's right. They get dropped yep. off at the train station. Hop on the train like a couple of hobos. Uh, we get the uh, interstellar map quest. <laughs> um, oh, that's right. And it, it's been raining, so uh, he's about to get hypothermia, so he needs to take his clothes off. Yep. Oh, of course. It's always the first thing you do. Only if there's a hot guy around. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, you made one. <laughs> All righty. I rest yep, my case. So, uh, all aboard the train. <laughs> Next stop, Pound Town. That's right. <laughs> Jenny and Starman do a little roll in the hay. And, uh, <laughs> the only thing about this scene is it's very cute, very touching. Um, I was waiting for him to make the O face of, <laughs> what's happening? No, he just said that stupid, oh my god, that felt so good. He looks like a four-year-old trying vanilla ice cream for like the first we, we, time. We've just seen to, that face before. Yeah. Just, oh, And what does yeah. he say right after it? Uh, what is his next line after sex? What is that? I can't remember. What do you say? I put a baby in you. Oh, no. <laughs> That, that yeah. was a little later. <laughs> a little bit later. But yeah. it, 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 was, it, was, it like, wasn't like he I'm made the face and goes, Oh, I put a baby in you. No, not no. quite like that. No, it was a little bit later. Steve, don't give away your finishing move. Yeah, but, but that's right. It was, <laughs> boom, pound town, baby. No, no. But, uh, yeah. No, what, what they missed their stop, though. That's, that's right. What happened was uh, Jenny fell asleep. And she wakes up, and he's, like, standing there, you know, buck-ass naked or whatever. And uh, he's like, I like to watch you sleep. And I'm like, that's not creepy. And then she's, and and, and that's when he says, uh, I gave you a baby tonight. And I've written down, what? <laughs> Apparently Starman doesn't pull out. He was oh, fixing shit. That's right. Oh, he was he, busy he, fixing shit, right? He, he even calls it and says, yep, it's a boy too. How do I know? Because I'm Starman. Oh, oh, and it'll remember him when it's full grown. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> that's get, not creepy. We get a lot of details like, he will be like you, but also like me. And I'm like, so he's going to glow? or like Because we know the real form of you is like a sparkle. Uh, or a I'm thinking he's going to be a human with just a little bit of a blue tint. Maybe, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, and, He's Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, this is how Watchmen starts. Just oh, blue dong everywhere. I, I, I also like how uh, you know uh, Jenny's like you know so what what a baby like, and he just casually offers to stop it for her. Would you like me to stop it? And I'm like, oh, dude. <laughs> Nothing like your morning after pill, right? Yeah. <laughs> hold, hold on, I got one of those balls left. I can just... <laughs> By the way, if guys could just be like, I could stop that for you. Yeah. <laughs> there would be a lot less human beings. Oh on this my planet. god, isn't that the truth? Hold still. 
But yeah, so the train eventually stops. But oh shit, they're in Vegas. That's like no! 300 miles from where they're supposed to be. Fuck! Oh no! So they head off to Fremont Street. Stop Cameron, are you okay? <laughs> you know, that's not a very good thing for a map maker to be 300 uh, miles off course. He I'm was distracted. I, I understand. It was a legitimate... <laughs> His focus right. was elsewhere. Um, but yeah, so they, so they go to the Fremont Street Experience... And they're like, oh shit, where's my wallet? Oh, no. I need money. All no. I have is this quarter. No money, no cars. How are we going to get it? You need that? And then he puts it in a little slot machine. Oh, after asking what Mega Millions is? Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is Mega Millions? Like, money, <laughs> a lot of money. We can get a car with it. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. All this money. We got half a million dollars. No. No, they say the, the first one, it was like $1,000 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so why she's and, picking that up. Yeah, she's like, okay, step. we need to hit up different places. Otherwise, they get, <laughs> like, refineries already won a half million dollars. It's like, oh, shit. You know, back when it was actually coins and stuff that came right? out of those things. Yeah, not just credits. <laughs> yeah, not just a fucking barcode you take to a cashier across town. Vegas and... was so much nicer back then. Right. It really See, was. and now they know what they have, so it's exactly. expensive, and you have to sit and watch hookers while you wait to use the bathroom. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's more than one uh, one industry in Vegas now. That's how they can wait, survive these rough it's more than just hookers? <laughs> They also have entertainment. They also have Coke. <laughs> when is Joe exotic? Coke and M and M's. Hey, Coke and M and M's. Hey, that my two what? favorites. There you go. Yeah, I could live in Vegas. Your mom if I just had loves to. cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with M and M's. Just mix them together. Yeah. Ah, peanut M and M's. One would think I've done that before. <laughs> You were married to Steve's dad. So. Oh, God. <laughs> I used to have to sneak him then. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so with their uh, Mega Millions, they uh, they go pay straight cash for a Cadillac, drive it around. Yeah. Then, Is it a Coupe de Ville? Well, I'm pretty sure it's it a Coupe de Ville. It's a very nice Cadillac, yes. Yeah, so... Um, oh, it's around the time uh, Sherman and uh, I guess the general in charge of hunting down... Uh, Starman, they're together, and he's they're basically like, all right, live ammo, this is considered a combat mission. You see him, you put him down. And Sherman's like, what? You, you can't do this. It's an alien species. And like, hey. You invited him here. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very hospitable. And then this is where he makes up like, you're just a GS-11. If you lack, you can go back to being an instructor at Cornell. What were you guys talking about, uh, that he should, uh, he should be making a lot more money than a GS-11? I mean, oh, well, yeah, Cornell, shit, yeah. Cornell's gonna pay you a hell of a lot more than a GS-11's ever would, gonna make. I would think so. <laughs> so, I, w- I would take the Cornell University instructor Ooh, myself. <laughs> maybe he has warrants there in Ithaca. We were talking uh, about, uh, me. like, I mean, after the incident, what really, what, uh, what university would take him. <laughs> yeah, right. Apparently he was a, a, a junior a junior instructor there at one time, and uh, girl, Ivy League girls just asking about we, extra credit. Steve, and Steve, we can't talk about it. We can't talk talk about why we can't talk about it. <laughs> it's secret. So Starman, rush off so his first back nut. Back to the undercover <laughs> alien. Yes, right. Back to the alien just had his first nut. 
Um, <laughs> and he liked it. That's right. Oh, that's right. It's where he starts talking about his planet, and uh, basically he's like, it's it's beautiful, like this, but not like this. You know, different. different. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an orb of light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone is the same. There's no variety. That's what I like about here. You know, people, food, other things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they go to the next truck stop, and uh, basically they get some cherry cobbler. But then, like the military is like with whipped cream. With whipped cream, of course. He 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 already knows how to order his desserts now. <laughs> and uh, basically, within minutes, like the place is surrounded by like the military guys. Uh, but Sherman's there, and he's basically like, "Oh my god, oh my god, I'm like I'm like fanboying out here." Um, oh no, they were only the cops there at first. The highway patrol oh, that's right, that's was right, there the local first. Cops. Yes. That's right. That's right. But there was like nine hundred of them. Where they got that many of them in Arizona, I will never know because Vegas. Like, they came they over just from don't. Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. They're probably like a crib or something. They probably like have miles away. like ten in the whole state. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, basically Sherman's like fanboy, and he's like, "Why? Why? Why us? Why? Why did you come check out us? Like, well, because you invited us, and you know we've been observing your species for a while, and." You guys are just strange. Uh, oh, that's right. You guys always like wish for the best when things are at their worst. And I'm like, uh, are you sure you got the right planet there? Uh, I mean, <laughs> but yeah, basically Sherman uh, lets him go point break style. Basically, like, yep, they're the wrong guys. Send them out of here. <laughs> are you sure the guys said to keep them here? Like, nah, it's a waste of time. We should just send them back. We're um, looking for somebody much older. Oh, that's right. Jenny, like, kisses Sherman and says, thank you. And then Starman does the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he went on to write his memoirs, Kissed by an Alien. <laughs> yeah. That, that's why he was lighting a cigar. He's like, I just got my title. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the, the Fed general guy or whatever, he shows up literally like two minutes later. Uh, like, like, probably saw them from the helicopter driving yeah. away. <laughs> like, wait, is that the car we're looking for? <laughs> uh, but yeah, he lands. He's basically like, "You're fired, Sherman. You'll never work in this town again." We're pressing charges. No. Um, <laughs> oh please. But yeah, basically they cover, I guess, the 300 miles like that because then they're at the crater. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were the when they went into the restaurant. They asked how far they were from the crater. Oh, about 15 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess they did yeah, start they dri- did. started driving, like, that night when they got the Cadillac. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. So, yeah, they're, like, five, six hours out. And, yeah, basically the army starts closing in on the crater, and, of course, they're like, oh, shit! Uh, so they start walking down the side into this giant crater, yeah. um, and, of course, the army just starts opening fucking fire! Just rat-a-tat-tat and launching rockets and shit, and it's like, guys, at least give them, like, a little <laughs> PA warming. I guess they could say... Hey, stop moving or we're going to fire these rockets. But it's like, I mean... I don't know. <laughs> whatever. Uh, and then uh, they get down the bottom. And then uh, I think it was Sherman or General. I forget who. But all of a sudden he goes, what the hell is that? They start pointing to the sky. It's a planet. It's a planet, yeah. basically. It's, it's, yeah, it looks like a, a miniature little... Saturn. Like, just dropping from the sky. And right over the crater. And uh, it starts... Starts making snow inside of the crater and like <laughs> red mood lighting and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> and good music. Oh yeah, yeah. The music starts up, you know. <laughs> and of course Jenny's like, Take me with you. He's like, I can't. You'll you'll die there. Totally like nitrogen based or something. I don't know. He's like, I I take you if I could, but but you would die. 
How, how do you say goodbye? Ladies, you want to take this one? How do you say goodbye, Mom? Um, uh, your favorite yeah. movie? <laughs> you kiss them. You kiss them, tell them you love them. There you go. And then he hands her a little present. The ball. It's his seventh ball. And he says, give this to the baby when he's born. He'll know what to do with it. And I was like, what? <laughs> uh, so then, yeah, he walks off into the middle of the crater. Music's playing. It shows Jenny Jenny's face. She looks up. Roll credits. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, John Carpenter's Starman. And it was a good movie. So I, I take it you would recommend this movie? Well, yes, I would. Is he? How about you? Absolutely. Yeah, I I like this flick. You think John Carpenter hasn't done a romance movie? He totally did. Just no one yes, watched he it. Did. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> or no one knew it was his. I don't know. But you know, I don't think that one was. It was. I mean, it went through the theaters, but I don't think it was a big mega one. I think it was one of those that they put out like at Christmas time with nine hundred thousand other ones, and so yeah. they. It probably wasn't a really big money maker for him. Uh, I may have a fun fact or something about this. But yeah, yeah the, like eighty four was like a big year. Like yeah. I think like Temple of Doom and Ghostbusters, maybe. Like like there was yeah. a bunch of there stuff was a bunch of big out. stuff. Yep. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. When we come back, yeah, we have more beer, Ooh. fun facts, <gasps> and what we learn from Starman. Oh, what? I know what I Starman. <laughs> Can you imagine a world immune to all forms of cancer? Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come for our fourth annual live stream for the cure. And this year, we need your help more than ever. Please join us May 27th through May 31st for 48 hours of live content from guests and podcasts around the world. We'll be aiming for our most ambitious goal to date as we try to raise $10,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. Please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com for more information on this year's event and how you can be a part of it. Together, we can make a difference. I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were you thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Hemecast. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. Oh, I'm better every week. <laughs> <laughs> my babe, 
Mm-hmm. I'm a little parched. I don't know about you, ladies. Would you please pop open another beverage for us? Let's see. Oh, uh, we have something from New Belgium Brewing. It's their Starship Voodoo Ranger IPA. Woo! Yeah. Woo-hoo! This guy looks like a space skeleton wearing one of those like Russian ear flap hats. I don't know, but <laughs> kind of Starship. A <laughs> yeah, pretty cool little can. All right, let me while I pop my top. Oh, his top. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I think it's called like Starship IPA because it's like a Galaxy IPA. Yeah, it doesn't say oh. on here though. Whatever. What is a Galaxy and, IPA? Uh, Galaxy would refer to the kind of hops that are used. There's a like a brand, I guess, called Galaxy Variety. Or variety, they, yeah. I don't know. Did they bring them in from outer space or something? Oregon, close enough. I mean, they, they come <laughs> there up. are places Super in Oregon high. that are kind of like out of this world. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm good so, with that. Ah, so she has seen Mandy. <laughs> no, he, I've been to Oregon. <laughs> yeah. He Portland weird. All right. And the poor. Uh, oh, wow. That's pretty. Yeah. yeah. A nice light straw color. A little bit mm-hmm. of haze. A little hop haze in there. It's got enough nice off-white foamy head. Yeah. Lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles. Ooh. Smells happy. Susan, did you want to try a taste? No, you're good? All right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, see, it looks like it should be citrusy. Is it citrusy? Yeah, see, it's, so hop- it's more piney. Yeah, yeah, definitely piney. Yeah, definitely hop forward. Mm-hmm. Kind of a kind of a light IPA. Like, it feels a little lighter than most Almost juicy. Do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. into it. Nice, juicy, and piney. I like it. That's... I was reading on the internet you can use pine needles to make tea. Did you guys know that? We did. We've yeah. seen Man, Woman, yeah. Wild. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was something new for me. And stuff like that. Yeah. I thought, ooh, I'd probably have to be pretty seriously uh, in need if I was going to eat pine water. But, you know, it might be good. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. Steve, do you have some fun facts? Super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. As a matter of fact, I do. Woo! Fun facts, fun facts. All right. Rotten Tomatoes. Out of 100%, what do you think the critics thought of Starman? <sighs> I would say about an 80. All right. How about you, Izzy? Hmm. I don't know. The critics don't usually love John Carpenter, which is a shame. Mm -hmm. I mean, they like, like, two of his movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say 75. 84%. Oh, wow. Might might actually be his highest rated one, I would would probably guess. Uh, But what about the audience? Because we all know that's the important one. Oh, better be like a 90. I would think it would be at least a 90 to 95. Even better, it's 69%. Really? <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, oh, so the girls who saw it liked it, but the men didn't. Yeah, <laughs> probably. maybe. And, and I probably can understand it. that. Yeah. Because it's more of a chick flick. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, $22 million budget. Uh, worldwide gross of $28.7 So kind of a flop, but... Yeah, but still, they made their money back in a little extra. Yeah, but, I mean, but, John yeah. Carpenter made so much money with Halloween, you know. Basically, every movie since then, he's kind of had a flop. Or the cucumber sprouts are already dead. They were still draining in the sink, and guess who just ate them just now? Fucking Christ! Oh, you damn kitties! <laughs> Alright, so, we just have to kill them, right? That's, that's or we just one. start feeding them cucumber sprouts from now on. <laughs> they thought it was catnip. No, they're just too fucking stupid to live. That's all there is to it. Hey, that looks like something. I should destroy it. That's 
That's what they do. Oh, so they're children. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at them. You think that's not a child? Oh, absolutely. If you're going to have animals around, you might as well have kids because they're the same damn mess. Oh, but the kids, the, the animals, I can lock in the bathroom with a litter box and a water bowl. That is and true. I'm not going to go to jail. That is true. That's right. If the kitten runs itself in the toilet, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> she Sorry, says, what? but she would cry. Oh, I would be sad, but I wouldn't be going to jail. But you get for over it. it. There'd be a lot less. That is court. true. <laughs> I mean, come on. A lot easier to hide your crimes. Just bury her in the backyard. Uh, you guys know we're still recording, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can cut right. that part out, right? Oh, no. He's going to amp that up. That's, That's going right. to be the trailer. That's okay. going to be the bumper. No. All right. John Carpenter in it, is in this movie as. Man in Helicopter! Woo! Keeping the streak alive. Uh, according to John Carpenter in the audio commentary for Big Trouble in Little China, the main reason he directed Starman was due to the box office disaster that was The Thing. He needed to make a movie that was tonally the complete opposite of The Thing in order to ensure his employability in Hollywood. I think he was successful because The, yeah. the Thing, it was a good movie, but it's scary. it was scary and creepy. And it came out the same time as E.T., yes, which and, was the Which made opposite. it a flop, yes. Yeah. But which, you know what? In and of itself, it was a good movie. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, it was yeah. an absolute oh, it's good a cult, movie. Oh, it's a cult classic now. Mm-hmm. Like all, all the current reviews of it are all like 100%, but yeah, it got... I mean, Snow White got panned at the box office, yeah. so... Yeah, well... It just shows critics don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, people just don't like midgets. Tiptoes. Same <laughs> right? <thing. laughs> I mean, Willow may probably made some money. Eh. Time Bandits was a flop. That's a shame. That movie's great. That is you crazy. tell me a better movie where parents burst into flames. Schindler's okay. Um... Oh God, that was bad. <laughs> All right, now this is a fun fact. Okay, fun fact. This is the only John Carpenter film to have an Academy Award nomination. <gasps> it was Jeff Bridges for Best Actor. Oh. He didn't win that year. Guess who did? Hmm. F. Murray Abraham. Yes, the star of Blood Monkey. No. um, (laughs) Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, he won it for um, uh, Amadeus that year. Oh. I never did see that movie. It's all right. Amadeus. It is is not what you think it is, but it's all right. Um, Actor Jeff Bridges studied ornithology and the behavior of birds to prepare for his roles in alien and human form for this movie, using the sudden jerky head movements, amongst other nuances and mannerisms of birds. Bridges figured that the alien would not have human characteristics and, being encased in a human body, would act with base primitive animal instincts. And he did very well at that. Yes. He really did. I mean, best actor, Mom. Mm -hmm. The role of Starman originally went to... Kevin Bacon. Are you kidding? Oh, this would not Kevin have Bacon. been a good movie with Kevin nah, Bacon. He as would, I don't think he could have pulled it off. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Kevin he, Bacon has a has a troubling history with romance scenes. Yeah, <laughs> getting quite aggressive. Hello, Starman. No, <laughs> no. He uses the ball to turn invisible, and then he finds Elizabeth Shue. No, uh, <laughs> no, I, I just can't see him doing it. I, yeah. I, I think they were wise. Go well, with Jeff. <laughs> well, here's the other one. Uh, director John Carpenter met with star Tom Cruise in consideration for the film's title role. 
Uh, Carpenter liked him, but Cruz was busy making Ridley Scott's legend, so he wasn't available. Mm. Now, see, Tom Cruise could be an alien. He oh, could. Yeah, absolutely. He, he is an alien, isn't he? I mean, <laughs> so. I mean, we're not supposed to know that. But. Oh. <laughs> Stop releasing government secrets on the podcast, Susan. You're going to get us on a watch list again. Did you notice they've turned up all of the telephone poles again? Yeah. <laughs> Along our walkway there. Anyway, the no, script. No, no, no. No. Well, they, they, they had to change the batteries of all the birds. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, the script was being developed at Columbia at the same time as another script about an alien visitation. The studio did not want to make both, so the head of the studio had to choose which one to make. He decided to make this one and let the other script go to a rival studio. The other script was for... E.T. the Extraterrestrial. After E.T. became such a huge hit, apparently Starman sat on the shelf for almost three years before Columbia Pictures uh, agreed to release it. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Because they're, they're both good movies, they're just different kinds. But I can see not bringing them out at the same time. That was probably very smart. Yeah, yeah, totally. The film had six directors uh, from the time of development to actual production. Here is the order of who and... Who is attached and basically what they've done. Six uh, directors? Yeah. Wow. Originally, Mark Rydell, the director of On Golden Pond, was going to do this movie. Huh. Then it went to Adrian Lyne, the director of Flashdance, but he went to do Flashdance instead. Huh. Then we had John Badham attached, but he went on to do War Games. Mm. Oh, wow. Then Tony Scott, but he went to do The Hunger and then Top Gun with Tom Cruise. Huh. And then Peter Hyams, the director of 2010 Space Odyssey, and more famously on this podcast, Time Cop. And then finally, John Carpenter. Oh, wow. That was finally made. Yeah, then during, I guess during that three years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of directors. It's kind of like working for the government. You have a new boss every six weeks. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, ah, screw this. I, gotta get, oh, God, I, gotta I hope angry. I can outlive this one. <laughs> <laughs> if you really don't like this, hang in there. He'll be gone in a week. <laughs> All right. Let's say we're rebooting Starman nowadays. Mm-hmm. Who is playing Starman? Oh, Ooh, who could play an alien? I got an idea. Mm-hmm. He's already done it before. As Star-Lord! Yes, I'm talking oh, about Chris Pratt! Oh, yeah? yeah. You know, he's he's likable he enough could, to, yes. to, to be quirky, not super creepy. Because, like, I mean, like, if you throw somebody... Look, I mean, we've seen Passengers. No, I was kidding. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. He, he's the one that played in Parks and Recreation, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Just making sure I have the right guy yeah. there. Like Jurassic yeah. World, and Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I only remember the Parks and Recreation. Yeah, well, I mean, I that, love that was on that. He's so stupid. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. I mean, he's I, technically sort of an alien in he, the Avengers series. He could be a lumberjack in Wyoming. Oh, yeah. my God. Can you imagine him, how many cows he could milk at the exactly. same time? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, well, how about Jenny? How about Aubrey Plaza? Bring the Parks and Rec people together. <laughs> See, it could happen. I love Aubrey Plaza. I don't think anybody would feel bad for her being kidnapped is the yeah. problem. All right. Like, she's, she's, she's better kind of like, irritating that way, yeah. Own, own ground. You need somebody who can be, like, innocent and, like, you feel bad that they've been kidnapped. Emma Stone? Yeah, maybe she like a stone or... I'm trying to think of innocent <laughs> innocent people. It's like... Those ones they use on all those Hallmark movies oh. at Christmas time. All of those little innocent actors.
actresses. Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Kimmy Schmidt. Yes. That would work. We can make this happen. <laughs> Start writing in the same You would see, you would feel bad for her being kidnapped, and then you would also believe that she felt for the creature. That's true. <laughs> and the cre- and Starman is played by John Hamm. And... No! 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 Too no! Soon? <laughs> Spoiler alerts! <laughs> For a show that ended three years ago. Yeah, so, <laughs> it was already done its farewell tour a couple times. Uh, all right, how about Sherman? Ooh. Ooh. I, yeah, there's really an easy answer. Mm-hmm. Paul Giamatti. Yeah, he's still around, dude. Oh, yeah. He would still yeah, work San, just fine. I mean, it basically his role in San Andreas. I was thinking Nick Offerman. Yes! <laughs> Bring back, it's a Parks and Rec reboot. <laughs> yeah. Amy Poehler is like the, the waitress at the truck yeah. stop. The night, she's all the the night cook is uh, Jerry. Babe, she's all the waitresses at all the truck oh, stops, shit. just in different wigs. Because <laughs> let's it. face it, all those waitresses were like almost the same They lady. really were. They're, they're all sort of heavy set. Yeah. Like, how you doing, baby girl? Ooh, and the general that just wants to nuke him, Rob Lowe. Yes! Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Rob Lowe. Guys, just open fire, all right? <laughs> all right, well, now the important question. What did we learn from Starman? Uh, Mom, you want to go first? I would love to. What I learned from Starman is if some alien comes and says, I put a baby in you, just say no! No! If I, it's going to grow that fast like I watched it on the floor, get that thing the hell out yeah. of me now. Yeah, we're <laughs> We were talking about that where it's like, oh god, hopefully she like passes it in the next three hours or so. No, then... that was just too creepy. So See, no... you, then you take the option and it goes, would you like me to stop it? Yes. 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 Please do it now. You do, do what you gotta do. Do you gotta like blast me with a ray gun? What a... But how creepy Can would you that be? It? You think about how, if, okay, you have this baby. What's it going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, is it going to all of a sudden wake up in the middle of the night and eat your face off? You don't know. Yeah. All you want tentacles? Is, yeah. it... is it really a dinosaur in disguise? All you wanted was one night of hot hobo sex with an exactly. alien. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't want to like deal with its offspring. You know, <laughs> you know, it could be like species where it's like, holy shit, it's a litter of fucking <laughs> lizard creatures. And... Steve, I smell a commercial coming on. Yeah. Do you need male abortion? <laughs> Hey, baby, how'd you like to come home with me tonight? I don't know. You got a contract? I got a standard one-night affair right here with optional episode in the morning. You know, this oral clause seems a little one-sided. Has this ever happened to you? Hi, I'm Larry Fishburne of Moss Reeves and Fishburne Associates. If you need help negotiating your latest sexual conquest, call me. No matter what you're looking for, whether it's full penetration, DVDA, backdoor access... Optional escapades, multiple consumer contracts, video distribution rights, non-disclosure agreements. No matter what you're looking for in a date, we can help. We've been negotiating these contracts for over 20 years, ever since shit got really weird in the 90s. Where Fifty Shades of Grey may have set the groundwork for these kind of contracts, we took it the next step and made it work for you. So call me at 555-555-5556. Or you can meet me at my office at the Glue Glue Club at the corner of State Street and 7200 South. Open Monday through Friday till 8, Saturday till 5, close Sundays. And that's Larry Fishburne. Remember, I don't get paid till you get laid. (laughs) Has an extraterrestrial sparkle impregnated you? (laughs) 
Hi, I'm Larry Fishburne. <laughs> he would set up the contract. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See, uh, cherry to a thousand episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, golden oldie. Uh, how about you, babe? Did you learn anything? Uh... I learned to love again. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I learned what love is. I learned uh, Stockholm Syndrome, man. I mean, it's the basis for like half our society from what I can tell based on movies. Yeah, yeah got a point there. Steve, am I suffering from Stockholm Syndrome? Did you did you haul me away from everyone I know and love? And yeah, you, you're figuring it out. About, oh my god! Shout out to all the family there in California. <laughs> they don't listen. Not one of them has even bothered to download one episode. So, what is a podcast? No, I I'd like to be. I, I want to know more about your podcast. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> what is it hey we're old give us a little credit okay we're old yeah sometimes you just gotta take their tablet and add the uh pod bean or whatever to <laughs> yes, it set it to automatically I download and oh, hit play mine yeah. doesn't automatically download i have to go in and physically download mine and i do I'll occasionally go ahead check it out <laughs> steve i mean they're never gonna see it Maybe if it was turned into a Broadway play, they would never see it. Maybe mm. if they did a skit of it on SNL, they would still never see it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you're saying is you're safe? <laughs> what if it was a fake news tweet on Facebook? Oh! oh we might. <laughs> you better, better shut that one down. That's right. <laughs> um, I learned how to say goodbye. You kiss him and tell him you love him. <laughs> was very oh. touching. Yeah, it really was. I learned John yeah. Carpenter is awesome. But I already knew that. Yeah. I think that was a, a, an amazing movie. I think he done well. I know yeah. a lot of people wouldn't like it because it's kind of hokey, but it's a good movie done well. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Go check it out. It's uh, streaming on Amazon Prime. Uh, you can probably get the Blu-ray f- for reasonably cheap. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, check it out. Um, Mom, are you on social media of any kind? Can we, can we, I have a cell phone. Can we, yes. Susan, how many social media platforms can you name? Well, let me tell you, I have a Facebook account that was set up about 10 years or so ago that I check out maybe once a month every six to eight weeks. I, But other than that, I'm not very social. Are you still on Tinder? <laughs> no, she got switched to Grinder. Grinder, okay. <laughs> I I have no idea what Tinder or Grinder is. <laughs> it's a, a Grinder is a sandwich at a sandwich shop. <laughs> Tinder's you know the little shit you make fires with. <laughs> I mean, also true. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's pretty much what it is. If you want to start a start a small brush fire in somebody's panties, yeah, that's uh, that's where you go. Tinder. Uh, but yeah, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. That was fun. Uh, Izzy, are See, you on social media of any kind? No, but if I were, it would all be under Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. <laughs> Especially over at Etsy at untidyvenus.etsy.com, where I would probably be selling a whole bunch of stuff that I made by hand. Excellent. Um, and hypothetically speaking... Um, <laughs> you want to get rid of a, oh. a pregnant sparkle? <laughs> I, I was, I was going to say... Uh, Let's say, hypothetically speaking, uh, you just had a wild night of sweet, sweet hobo sex on a train. <laughs> um, 
But, you know, you're still kind of relaxed, yet be somewhat energized. You don't want to go right to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, is there some sort of place I could go to get some aromatherapy or essential oils to get that stink off me? <laughs> yes, if you wanted to freshen up, you could head right over to frankieandmur.com, where uh, I would probably recommend try some hottie by nature. Ooh. That one smells like an orange creamsicle. It's got orange, uh, rosewood, a little vanilla. It's delightful. It's sweet. It's a little energizing without being overstimulating. Really fantastic. And if you use promo code VENUS at checkout, like the goddess, you can save 15% off your order and help this year podcast out. So if I use the Woo-hoo! code VENUS, a goddess that rhymes with penis, at <laughs> checkout, I would save 15%? Correct! And also, if your order was over $35, you would get your shipping for free. Oh, shit! <laughs> I'm in! Hottie by nature at frankiemur.com. Uh, and of course, you can find us at Everything I Learned From Movies on all the podcatchers and platforms. Uh, we're at EILF Movies on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter Twitter. Uh, and probably Tinder, too. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the grinder, the podcorn, all of that shit. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, we're reaching a point where we may have live shows again soon. Uh, we'll keep you posted. But yeah, just follow us on Twitter. That's usually the best way to get a hold of us. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you want to guest on the show, hit us up, too. We're always uh, looking to collaborate. Uh, but yeah, until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. And I'm Susan. And this, and this is, is Everything, Everything I Learned, I learned from, from Movies. Good night, everybody. Good night. Starman, he's flying like Tinkerbell. <laughs> he has glowing balls. Oh, <laughs> 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 Didn't know what time it was, the lights were low, oh, oh, I leaned back on my radio, oh, oh, some cat was laying down some rock and roll at a solar set. Then the loud sound that seemed to fight, came back like a slow voice on a wave of Stop.